0: DJ and PK, it is time to talk Rose Bowl and Utah football with Nick Ford, University of Utah offensive lineman. He joins us on the SmartRain guest line. SmartRain' state-of-the-art smart irrigation controller helps with first-class water management. Visit SmartRain.net to learn how to save 30 to 50 percent on your commercial property's water costs or call 877-346-3333. Nick, good morning. Good morning. Disneyland, huh? The dream starts here.
1: yeah Disneyland man
2: (laughs) something you've probably done a time or two being an LA kid uh, we saw that uh, last week you decided to uh, try your hand in the NFL now obviously you've accomplished just about everything you needed to accomplish at the collegiate level uh, academically in the classroom and out on the football field but nevertheless how hard of a decision was it for you uh i mean it it was very hard, but I mean, like I said, I accomplished a lot here, almost everything here,
1: and you know I got a uh, you know a lot of responsibilities in life, and um you know it's just about that time to make that transition in my life.
0: So it is a big decision to make. It's easy for someone who isn't making it for their own life to say, oh, yeah, this guy should go or that guy shouldn't go. And you may have played that game a time or two yourself uh, the last few years watching guys you played against in college football. But it's different when it's yourself. And I'm I'm curious, who did you go to uh, to get advice? Uh, how many NFL people did you hear from or people in your own life or in the Utah program? How, how does that work? Who do you listen to?
1: Oh, man, do- I think
0: it's more
1: uh, you got to have an internal uh, feeling about it because you hear all types of things from every type of person in every direction, and uh, it's really, really hard because you don't know what to listen to, what not to listen to because, um, you know, everyone has your best interest. Well, not everyone, but most people um, that you hear from. So, um, you know, just hearing different things is um, – really heart wrenching sometimes and uh it's more of an internal decision than you know just going through gut
2: feeling we know the rose bowl has a lot of activities designed to allow the players and everybody in the program to have fun disneyland being one of them uh lowry's uh with the prime rib it's been a tradition forever all this stuff how do you balance having fun but at the same time being prepared to play the ball game Oh, you just simply got to know, like, when to work and when not to. And, I mean, that's, uh,
1: you know, a big part of this program and why we win bowl games is because we know when to, uh, you know, go have fun and we know when, you know, to lock in. Uh, we're going to go out here to practice in a little bit and it's time to practice and that's the only thing we're worried about. And, you know, Disneyland's for later, that's all. And then we'll worry about that then. But, yeah, it's just separating the two and making sure that, uh, you know, you just do it responsibly.
0: So what kind of precautions do they have you taking? I and mean, we're all hearing the news about the Military Bowl and the Sun Bowl and uh, I'm forgetting all the bowls, the Hawaii Bowl. Uh, and nobody, well, I shouldn't say nobody, but I think most sane people do not want that to happen to you guys in the Rose Bowl. So what do they have you doing? Um,
1: they just really have us sticking to ourselves. I mean, they have everything kind of in our own own space. Um, you know, when you go out to like Disneyland and stuff, uh, it's – you know there might be some people there and whatnot and uh i think um the combination of how strict the guidelines are in la and then um you know how they're treating us and trying to keep us away i think we'll be okay
2: i don't know how much time you've had to study ohio state but if you had what do you see from them um
1: they're good defense, um, you know, fundamentally sound. They got some good athletes, and uh, you know, they're 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 well respected, and we well respect them. Um, but that doesn't mean uh, we can't do what you know we've been doing all year. Um, that being said, you know, like, like I just said, they're they're a great defense. So it's going to be a sixty minute game. It's going to be a dog fight. Um, you know, they will take advantage of you if you uh, don't. Work your fundamentals, and I feel like we'll take advantage of them if they don't work their fundamentals. So it's just going to be a, you know, a, um, tech, I think it's going to come down to not only a physical game, but a technical game and making sure your technique's on point.
0: Did you watch Oregon run for 269 yards in these guys and then Michigan beat that total? And how much do you take from that? And how much can your run game do what those two schools did? Because those are the only two teams to beat these guys.
1: Yeah, no, like like I said, um, they're a great defense. And, you know, looking at our offense, is very similar. And, uh, you know, that's a style of offense. It uh, may start off bloody in a couple of yards, but then we start breaking some big runs. And, you know, I'm sure they know that, and I'm sure they're going to have a plan for it. And, you know, I'm sure we're going to have to make adjustments. But uh, we're not going to stray away from our style of play. Um, we're not – running the ball because uh, you know, we feel like Oregon and uh Michigan were, you know, amazing at it and that's what we have to switch our game plan to. But that's just our game plan and how we play. So um, you know, it gives us uh you know, something to look at and uh something to uh study to prepare, but otherwise than that, you know, we're just gonna play our game which is running the ball.
2: You played in this stadium before obviously but here it's the actual rose bowl itself as an la kid growing up obviously that must have been a dream and the dream is going to be realized do you think that whether it's during pregame or when you come running out for the official start of the game will you have any time will you be able to soak it all in
1: uh personally i always just soak it in all after after the fact uh i try not to uh, get too crazy about things uh you know, prior to the game or during the game because it, it kind of, like, uh will offset some people. So, uh you know, after the fact, I'll go ahead and look around and, you know, be like, oh, man, like, it's actually the Rose Bowl. But, I mean, until then, if, uh, you know, it's a business trip, we came down here to do something, we've got to do it.
0: So, how many tickets have you been able to get your hands on and how many people have you had to have hard conversations with? Sorry, yeah. not happening.
1: Uh, I got my hands on about like 12 and I've had to have probably the same amount of hard conversations but they went and bought some tickets so What do you normally get? Um uh, So normally we get about four but um you know, up in Salt Lake, or depending on where we are, like for the last, uh, for the last two LA games, they got about like twenty to twenty-five. But it was a lot harder this time because not only do uh, you know we have a bunch of boys that live in LA and in LA area, um, a bunch of people from Arizona and Salt Lake and Texas, they all when to come to the game, and they all came out here. So, <laughs> uh,
0: well, that's the price. That's a price of fame and fortune, right there, Nick. What are you going to exactly. do? Exactly, <laughs> you're in the Rose Bowl. It's a good problem to have. Yeah. So, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm curious as you watch this uh, play out. Uh, is there been in? And you're pretty early in the week though. Still, is, is there been anything that's a surprise or different in the build up to the Rose Bowl? Other than all your memories and the hype that goes with the game, or is it really like other bowls and prepping for other games?
1: Um. I think the experience is going to be fun. You know, I've got to the hotels downtown. Um, I'm kind of used to downtown because I've been up over here for a while now. I grew up over here. Um, well, not downtown, but in San Pedro. Um, so I think that uh, kind of fades that out for uh, for me a little bit. But you could tell some of the boys who've never been to L.A. Um, or have been to L.A. just for football, it's kind of you know they and there I want to say awe, but they're enjoying it. Um, you know, heading over to Disneyland. Again, some people have never been. Um, you know, it's exciting though. Go over there, get me a turkey leg. Um, and then uh yeah, just have I me mean, looking at the itinerary and all the stuff we're gonna do. It uh it looks like we're gonna have a lot of fun under balancing out, you know, when we have to practice, um when we're gonna have fun and when our recovery time is.
2: This whole week, and particularly the game, gives the University of Utah foot program basically unprecedented exposure. And I think it's important for the university to cash in on this exposure and this wave of attention that the program is getting. From your perspective, you've been in the program for a number of years, and as you are basically aging out of the program and going on to the NFL, do you think that there's anything that the program needs that maybe it can get through donors or whatever, uh, through all this attention and excitement and everything that's going around in the program. So what I'm I'm basically I'm asking, is there anything that you think that they can cash in on to benefit the program that needs to be cashed in on? Um
1: You know, I'm not I'm not too sure about that. Um you know I'm not big on uh you know, looking for uh monetary gain, especially from what I was in uh, college and all that good stuff. But, uh, you know, maybe some people are interested in uh, NIL to help some of the boys out. Cause I know some of the boys, uh, struggle off the field. Um, and then maybe, you know, it's just donating and, uh, getting involved that way. You know, there's, there's some ways to get involved. Um, you know, I think the the main thing is support, especially uh the year we have faced was that that was the main thing that got us through. Um and that's, you know, support no matter what. I mean, I know I know we started one and two, but I mean it's about it's about the journey and not like how you get there sometimes, you know what I mean? Um, it may not have been an ideal year at the start of the year, but uh, you know, um just to uh, you know, stick through it and support and uh but at the end of the day you know I, this program has really good characters and uh really good sports quality and um uh, yeah i think by the end of the day uh if you can continue to support whether that's you know by helping support financially or you know just supporting just being a good person um a lot of the kids here are gonna thrive and become really great people on and off the field and uh I think that's what, you know, everyone can do for uh, this uh, football team.
0: Well, Nick, we know you got to run. You're scheduled today. But thanks for a few minutes this morning, and good luck in the game. And we will talk to you uh, after the game.
1: Appreciate it. You guys take care.
0: All right. There's Nick Ford joining us uh, every week throughout the regular season and now joining us from L.A. as the Utes get ready for the Rose Bowl. He said turkey leg with a certain gusto, didn't he, PK?
2: He's an offensive lineman, yeah.
0: <laughs> there you go. Turkey leg. Turkey I mean, leg. That's, that's, that's uh, going to be an L for the turkey leg.
2: Yeah, Oh, for sure, as he prepares for his NFL career, which I think he'll have a long and successful career in the NFL, and that's great news. He's a great representative for the university, and uh, I think he's a great representative for the community, too. I, I You know, I, I'm big on local guys staying – said that a million times. Our programs in the state have everything that a local kid needs. But I also think it's cool when a kid comes from out of his element, and he is from the same community that I lived in for a decade and covered his high school, obviously not when he was playing. He probably wasn't even born when I was covering it. So I know about the community. Not that for him it's a great stretch to come up to Salt Lake. I mean, it's not the not around the world.
0: Uh so many kids a, have done it from LA. It seems like a little yeah. bigger deal from Texas and when the the uh Florida trio came rolling in from Hallandale, that seemed like a stretch. Other side sure. Of the, other side of the country.
2: Yeah and and, and L.A. is I'm familiar with the community, so I know it's a cosmopolitan area in terms of different types of races. So he's used to dealing with Polynesians and African-Americans and uh, obviously Caucasians. And then you get down there in Pedro. There's a lot of uh, people from uh, the Croatia area that came there. A lot of vitches in that area. Uh, so he's, he's had a broad-based experience. So it doesn't surprise me that he would flourish in our community. But I still think it's cool when a kid comes from out of state and has not just success, but basically all the stuff that you're supposed to do while you're in college, he checks off virtually every box. And ultimately, that's a success story and really it's a success story beyond results and i was reading a thing about jaden daniels at asu and you know he hasn't lived up to the uh, the high high expectation which probably because the expectation was so high he probably had little chance to uh, live up to it but if he extends and plays his full eligibility he's going to leave with a masters degree isn't that success?
0: You would think, right? <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: and so, do I really worry about? Well, it, does he complete this pass, or did they win that game? Does that really, really matter individually for a kid like a kid like Daniels, who graduated in three years and can get at the university's expense get out of there with a master's degree? Isn't that really what it's what it's about? And you look at Nick Ford. And it's great that they've had this football success. I mean, that's what we care about. That's why we've got jobs. So I don't want to discount that or diminish that by any stretch. But really, isn't he a success no matter what happens on that football field Saturday? Isn't that something you can point to and say, hey, well done, young man. Absolutely. Well done.
0: But everybody will feel better if they win the game, too. I
2: get that. I get that. I know that. I know that what I just said sounds good, and it's Pollyannish, and nobody's buying it. It is
0: good. It is good. I think people can buy it when they get away from the game. you know. And I think that we know that from talking to former players in the community. Uh, some go into the media. Uh, some go back to the school and work on campus. Others do other things, and we bump into them. For various reasons, and so there were a lot of people who can't say they played in a Rose Bowl. Some who can't even say that they won a conference title, whatever conference they were in for, whichever school they went to. But you see how their lives are going. And you think, well, somehow that was a good piece of the puzzle. But on 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 January first and second, you you want the scoreboard to look good.
2: I understand that, and I don't I don't discount that. And these kids who come back, that's a great story too. You know, clearly Keithy. And maybe Kincaid, too. But clearly, Keithy can play in the NFL. I mean, I'd be shocked if he's not a not just a a player. But, I mean, doesn't he scream like he – I don't want to put – here I am saddling with expectations. <laughs> but, does, I mean, you look at Travis Kelsey. Don't you see a little bit of Keithy in that? I mean, he's a guy who can catch the ball. He can run. He can, you can even give him a, a handoff in the backfield. And he can do so many things. Uh, and he looks like he screams like he's not only going to be a draft pick, but he's going to be a ten-year veteran in the NFL. And if you you know you play ten years in the NFL, wow, that uh, that is something. But yet he's going to want to come back because he's enjoying the college experience. I mean, if you're a Ute fan, you got to feel good about that, too, that he wants to. And I don't know, maybe his financial situation is something that, you know, his he doesn't need the money so he can wait. I'm, I'm not sure what his situation is. I don't know. Uh, so the,
0: I don't think any of us know that, but I think you're saying what a lot of people felt when they saw the news, read the news, heard the news. I think most of us thought he was gone and most of us are surprised he's coming back for another year. Because so many college players in his position, not just at that school, but at lots of schools, would have been in the draft.
2: But I think it's great that he wants to come back because surely he's an NFL guy. I'd be shocked if he isn't an NFL guy. Uh, but he's enjoying it. So why not? Maybe he's not. I don't know. What is that? He needs another year of, of academic uh classes to get a degree. I, I don't know that. I haven't questioned him on any of that. But I also think that I think Nick Ford going to the NFL is a great story because he's accomplished and he's longer. He's a, further along in his college career. He's been at the U longer. He's accomplished everything that he's supposed to. So that's a success story. Uh, Keithy, I assume he'll accomplish everything that he wants to in terms of a degree and all that. And it's a diff- it's basically Nick Ford last year. Uh, but it's also a success story that goes beyond what the scoreboard says. Knowing that the scoreboard, uh, basically, if you sum it up, the scoreboard is life and death. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not trying to lose perspective here. Good, you know, I, I realize that it it is life or death, and we see that. We see people fight sometimes. You know, there's always that story of. Uh, The Super Bowl, the losing guy got in a fight with uh, his buddy who won or what have you, something stupid like that. So we also see that.
0: Uh, Didn't we just see a fight on the bench? The Two defensive tackles going at it in the NFL? Deron Payne and Jonathan Uh, Allen?
2: Allen and Payne, yeah. A little (laughs) little unusual. I mean, we see skirmishes. It was a
0: brotherly disagreement. uh, These guys were
2: college teammates at Alabama. (laughs) They were. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I'm going to chalk that up to the heat of the moment. But it certainly was a surprise that there was physical contact. We see guys yelling at each other all the time and shouting. It's an emotional game in the moment. We understand that. I don't know that we necessarily see contact, but yet we saw that and that was a surprise and wow, they were getting their butts kicked too. My guess is that they were up 42 to 7, that wouldn't have happened.
0: <laughs> <It's> probably true. <laughs> Cowboy sideline looked pretty happy.
2: Yeah, I mean they were scoring virtually on every single possession.
0: All right, DJ and PK, thanks to Vic Ford for coming on and we will see how it goes to the Rose Bowl. It's Disneyland today.
2: Disneyland today, yes. they sent. I'm leaving uh, later in the week. They sent me uh, multiple things to, to go to Disneyland today, and they're having a shuttle that will take you because of the immediate hotel is in downtown on Olympic Boulevard, and they're having a shuttle to take you down there. And that's a lot of fun for these kids, too. And I sure hope everything comes off. Not for any fan's sake, although it's important for them too, but for for the individuals involved. For a player let, who's let done fun.
0: all the work, and you talk to the people who've been to the Rose Bowl, and one of the best things about the Rose Bowl, which I didn't know until I started talking to people, is the warm Because in the warm-ups is 0-0. Zero, zero. No, nobody's gotten hit in the mouth yet. Nobody's down a score or two. And the sun's shining, and it's glinting off the the uh, the helmets, and everybody says it's just awesome. I mean, everybody talks about the warm-ups of the Rose Bowl like they're the greatest thing ever. So apparently they are because a lot of people who have been through it say it really is awesome. You're out there. You had, to, you had to win the conference to get there. In most cases, I know it's not true this year with the Buckeyes, but in most cases, and it's just supposed to be awesome. You've escaped yeah. lousy weather in many parts of the country. You're playing in the sunshine in Southern California. Oh, so romantic. There it is. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. We're joined now by Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic. And, guys, if you're struggling with ED, he's got breakthrough technology and a special offer. Andrew, tell them all about it.
3: Well, this technology, it really is a game changer. Uh, Technology, it's changing pretty much every aspect of our life. We know that. It finally is changing how we treat ED, Uh, We all know pills have been around for 30 years, take the blue pill, it may work, it might not work, and you've got side effects coming the next day. This technology at Wasatch Medical, the wave therapy, is different because it goes to the root cause. Most ED is caused by damaged blood vessels and lack of circulation. Our treatments open up and regrow the blood vessels. It's clinically backed by 50 studies showing that it can improve circulation enough we get rid of the ed no pills no injections and no surgery and the timeline for this is pretty quick it is pretty quick uh two to three weeks is what the average guy needs it's a few short 10 minute sessions over those two to three weeks you'll probably progress as you go and according to cambridge university that is what you need to get the blood flowing where you want it when you want it
0: So for people who have questions and everybody's situation can be different, uh, you've got a special offer to help people uh, take the first step.
3: So much for free. If you're ready to regain your love life or just improve the frequency in the bedroom, we do a lot of that. Give us a call. Our MD, the doctor, will meet with you. Free exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound is included in that. The gift, uh, this is worth the trip, produces immediate results in the bedroom. There's no obligation to any of this, by the way. You also get blood work and testosterone. If you feel like you have a need for that, that's included free today as well.
0: You can claim that free offer right now at 801-901-8000. Call 801-901-8000. Call Andrew and his team at Wasatch Medical Clinic at 801-901-8000. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you.